Let's go have another conversation about the Lions offseason. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit, Lions NFL blogger, columnist, insider. He's standing by in the Meyer guest sign. And Jeremy, what excites you the most about this offseason connected to the Lions? Not necessarily what they've done, but what you think they will do. Well, I mean, I think probably the easy answer is just the two first-round picks, right? Um, it's another opportunity to add young talent to a team that's kind of full of a lot of young talent. Um, you don't really get uh, a ton of opportunities like this, especially when you get you luck out and have the sixth overall pick courtesy of a, a Rams team that collapsed last year. So, um, you know, this is a team that obviously still is devoid of talent, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. So you have a, an opportunity not to only get two defensive starters right off the bat, but uh, one potential really, really good one and then one solid contributor there. So um, I think the Lions are in a really good position, especially on the defensive side of the ball, to, to really see a drastic improvement. And considering how that team finished with an 8-2 and two start or 8-2 and two finish to the, to the season, uh, I think you're, you're looking at a team that could really hit the ground running if they, if they hit on those two picks. What will be the most surprising thing that happens this offseason, whether it's free agency, the draft, uh, a change system. What what do you think for the Lions by the time they get to that season opener, what will be the biggest move of the offseason? If we're talking surprise, I think it would be a surprise if they use one of those first two picks on a quarterback. Um, I I know a lot of people are mocking that to them. I know um, Jared Goff has has got two remaining years on his deal and and is either seeking – We'll, we'll eventually seek a, a, a big deal that maybe some people don't think he's worth investing in, um, or, or you know maybe he's adding, he'll end his contract there. And so, looking down the stretch, like you, I don't know if the Lions are going to have an opportunity to draft a, a quarterback um, like they do with this year. But at the same time, everything that we've heard from this organization has been in in kind of unequivocal support of Jared Goff. Um, the way he played down the stretch. I mean, if you look at some advanced statistics, the Lions arguably had the best passing offense in the league from week nine and beyond. And that's including guys like, um, you know, Kansas city and, and, and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. above all those teams, the Lions were one of the most efficient, if not the most efficient passing offense in the second half of the season. So with all that being said, if, if the Lions have a new, I mean, even if the Lions draft a quarterback, I, I think Jared Goff probably starts in week one. Um, but it would be it would be a massive surprise to me at this point if the Lions end up drafting one with that 6 or 18 pick. Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. What would be the perfect offseason for the Lions? If you combine getting these guys in free agency or re-signing current Lions, drafting, let's say, top two picks, these players, uh, what would be that perfect off season? Yeah, I think it starts with locking up some of your own. I think, I think Jamal Williams is, is probably at the top of that list. You want to make sure um, your, your red zone running game is, is still as efficient as it was. I mean, all the touchdowns he scored, obviously leading the league in rushing touchdowns um, makes a huge difference. Um, we, we're kind of accustomed to seeing, this Lions team kick field goals in the red zone over scoring touchdowns last year was a different swing. And, and that's, it makes a huge difference. So I think locking uh, a guy like him up is, is huge. Um, you know, there, there are a bunch of other guys that, that you, they'll have to look into. Um, I, I think uh, on the defensive side, someone like John Kaminsky is going to be important to make sure that defensive line has a, a deep rotation. He was a guy that, that produced a lot of kind of underrated work on the defensive line. 
Um, but but I think they also have to make a splash in free agency. I, I, like if, if if we're talking ideal scenario, I think they need to go out and add like a true playmaker. While I think the Lions are going to spend a ton of draft resources on their defense, it'd be nice to get a guy that can contribute right away. You know, the, you, if you're relying on a bunch of rookies uh, in that first year to make a big impact on your starting on your starting lineup, um, you're, you're usually going to be left disappointed. It takes a while for them to get acclimated. If the Lions can add and listen. I'm I'm one of the advocates of a Jalen Ramsey trade. I really am. I, I think if the Lions can can get out of it with maybe a, a second round pick or maybe a second round and, and some picks into the future, I think that's a good deal because that I mean it's a huge position of need at corner. It's a guy who can come in and and immediately lock down one side of the field, um, and and it, it's a guy who brings a little attitude to the team, um, which I think the Lions could honestly use a little bit. Um, so I think in free agency, it's re-signing a bunch of your players. It's adding one splash player, whether it's, you know, I know Jalen Ramsey's not technically a free agent. They'd have to trade for him. But um, landing a guy of his caliber, I think, would be huge. And then you go into the draft, and, and your options are a little bit more wide open. If you want to go offense, if you want to get your starting right guard of the future in the draft with someone like Osiris Torrance, that, that opens up if you, if you land a big defensive prospect. But I think you also want to pair, like if you got a Jalen Ramsey, I think you want to pair him with a young player because the Lions don't appear to necessarily have a developmental young cornerback on the roster. I know a lot of people like Jerry Jacobs. I think he has a limited ceiling. I know you, a lot of people don't want to give up on Jeff Okuda and, and maybe they don't either, but um, he's entering the final year of his rookie deal. You have to kind of um, make a decision on him and he hasn't really blossomed into the guy. I think most people thought they were. So I'd love to see them go out and get a first round corner as well. Um, but yeah, I think over, you know, you do that, you, you, you get, at least one major player in free agency. You, you bring a bunch of guys back and then you hit maybe both sides of the ball in the first round of the, the NFL draft coming up. And I think they're in a pretty good position to, to pick up where they left off. If they get Jalen Ramsey and he could take away half the field and they use one of those first round picks, six or 18 on another corner, uh, they're set up. And I, I even go a step further from what I read at CBSSports.com that Josh Jacobs could you imagine him joining the Lions as a running back? Some will say, okay, you don't need to spend that money. But, man, if I look at NFL Pro Bowlers and you see Ramsey and Jacobs on this team with what the Lions have that helped them finish 8-2, and two, those are building blocks along with other free agent needs on defense and also uh, through the draft and the O-line. But those are the type of moves that – that really would make the Lions instant NFC, not just NFC North contenders, but NFC contenders. Yeah, no question. I mean, it, and it's interesting because it, while they were so good down the stretch, especially on offense, um, the one thing that kind of tailed behind was the running game. And so I do think running back is, is a need, um, if not this year, then the next year. Um, obviously, we have to wait and see what they're going to do with Jamal Williams, but I don't think they can rely on DeAndre Swift long-term. And so to bring in maybe a more reliable back, like Josh Jacobs makes sense now, running back is a position that you don't really want to break the bank on. Um, you know, time and time again, it's proven that um, a second contract for running back, especially a big one, turns out to, to not be worth it for most teams. But if you can get Josh Jacobs on a reasonable deal, and, and these days most teams aren't, on, you know, unloading the vault for, for some running backs, I, I wouldn't be fully against that. Um, it's, it's a little bit more of a risky move just because free agent running backs tend not to work out as well as, as maybe drafting one. But at the same time, um, I, I do think that's a position of need, and I do like Josh Jacobs uh, personally as, as, a, as a player. 
The question is, if you're in that room and Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit talking Lions off season with me on the Meyer guest line, if you're Holmes, if you're Sheila Hamp, if you're everybody uh, on that executive floor along with the coaching staff, scouting department, and you're having that meeting, which I think they already have postseason, like where are we? Well, what's realistic where this team could go in the fall? I think everything we talk about as fans – as a radio host, as you as a writer, uh, you, we always reach for the top. I think yeah. they've taken a realistic approach on what they need to do, who they need to get, and where they're at. So I do wonder, and I want your thoughts on this, Jeremy. When the Lions look at their 8-2 and two finish, when they look at what they have, who they can resign, the money available, they look at their uh, draft picks, where do you think they think they are behind closed doors in Allen Park? It's it's a really fascinating question to ask because it, you, you never know for sure. Um, the one thing I will say is is that Brad Holmes, the general manager, has said several times, like, we're going to build this the right way and, and the hard way. And I think if you read between the lines there, he's saying the slow way, right? He's, he's, we're not going to take any shortcuts. We're going to build this through the draft. We're, we're going to build a young roster we're going to we're going to take some hits early but it's going to be worth in the long rain in the long run because we're going to have this big window instead of a short window um that being said bob quit or brad holmes showed up to the the nfl combine wearing a villain hoodie it's a villain across the front and that i you know you never want to read too much into it and he talked a little bit about it on nfl network to me that that shows like they're ready to take a next step. They're ready to believe that this team that finished the year eight and two is, is more emblematic of, of where they are as a franchise. They want to be the villains of the league. They want teams to fear them. They, they don't want to be the kind of this lovable team. that's like, Oh, isn't Dan Campbell cute and all that sort of stuff. They want to be mean. They want to be physical. And I think they think they can start being the bad boys of this league starting next year. And, and so, you know, Am I talking Super Bowl? Are they talking Super Bowl inside of the building? Maybe, maybe not. Um, I, I think Lions fans uh, might get there a little quicker than they are. But I don't think this is a team that thinks they're still two, three years away. I think this is a team that thinks they can absolutely win the division this year and, and maybe even make a, a deep run in the playoffs. And, and, again, I don't want to push Super Bowl on anyone, but um, I, I think I think they're very confident in where they are as a franchise and, and closer to to a Super Bowl probably than some national people think. I agree. And the villain, the 8-2 and two finish, the swagger uh, in Green Bay, what was said after the Green Bay win, even with the Lions not going uh, to the playoffs. And guys like Josh Jacobs and Ramsey would make them really relevant on the tough side. We're ready to win it all. Not just, you know, go 11 and six and win the NFC North. We're talking about contend for home field advantage because if you want the quick ticket uh, for the Lions to go to a place they've never been, and that would be the Super Bowl, it would be having home field advantage for every playoff game uh, at Ford Field. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like it, It's an attainable goal. I mean, the way they finished that season, they were the best team in the NFC North at the end of the season. You know, Records might not show up, but I think you'd be hard-pressed to – to pick a, a single team in that division that was playing better football than the Detroit Lions were really in the last couple months of the season. Yeah, if you if you went, okay, season ended after the Lions beat Green Bay on Sunday night. 
to close out the regular season. You would say, okay, NFC, playing better than the Lions. For sure I'd go Philly, San Francisco. That you know, Before Purdy got hurt in the NFC Championship game, I'll just say to end the regular season, those two. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll mark those two down. Then you get to the Cowboys. Okay, by default, I might put the Cowboys there, but that's it. I'd, I'd put the Lions at fourth in the NFC. I really would. I, I mean, I think I'm right there with you. And I, I would maybe argue that Dallas wasn't playing. This right, that's what I go back and forth that they weren't playing that great, yeah. that I might put the Lions, even though, okay, well, the Cowboys beat the Lions, we can play that game. But, you know, I, I might make the Lions third, which means yeah. if you could flip it, you saw what home field advantage meant and the Purdy injury to the Eagles. Man, I, and I heard the, the roar this year, Jeremy, and I know you were at a lot of the games. I think I went to four in person. Which is the most yeah. I've been to in a while because now you can DVR watch you know games multiple games live, but I had never heard the constant roar like I heard this year or this past fall inside Ford Field, and those fans know it, they feel it. We're seeing young talent. We're looking at things that other teams have had that we're like, why do we have that? Why can't we have that coach? Why can't we have that GM? Why isn't our owner like this? All these this checklist. That has never been completed. And I'm talking, you know, off the field. I'm not talking in between the kickoff and the end of the game. And the Lions are hitting all those marks now and and watching Jamison Williams for the small glimpse we got of him and even the touchdown called back against Green Bay. And you're like, hmm. You know, I and and I think give me Josh Jacobs, give me Ramsey. Take those two first-rounders, give away a second-rounder to get Ramsey. Yeah, I agree with you. Maybe even throw in a third or fourth. And you are, you're, you're set for a five-year window unlike anything we've ever seen in Detroit. I believe that. I, I, you know, it, it, it's hard for me to disagree with you there. And, and you bring up a good point with, with Jameson, too, right? It's almost like the Lions have three first-round picks exactly. going into this year because you, we've only seen the tip of the iceberg there. So, mm. yeah, I, I, there's, there's really no reason to believe that there should be any regression for this team other than maybe bad luck with injuries or something like that. And there's every reason to believe they can take another step with all the off-season resources that they have, with all the young players that are only going to continue to get better, and with how they finish the season. Like It, it really feels like this next season could be special. Hey, man, maybe the next, uh, you know, like I said, this next five-year uh, window because with the NFL, it's going to be not for long because you get salary caps, you get a window when you got young guys before you have to pay them or they get paid uh, elsewhere. But it's really exciting to have an off season like this. You can follow everything Lions, Pride of Detroit, Jeremy Reisman joining us on the Meyer get, uh, guest line. Good stuff, man. Thanks a lot. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Jeremy Reisman checking in. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. Also, if you want to go live with your huge opinions any day between 3 and 6, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, comments and opinions welcomed at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're down to their three final home games of the year inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets for the final three games at Ticketmaster.com and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.